0: Everybody, welcome back to another Physiology Secrets. Today, we're going to talk about race day nutrition. Okay, so this is a this is a very uh, very hot topic, very individualised thing, and what works for you may not work for someone else, and and vice versa. Okay, so um, I had a couple of questions come through about you know what what you should eat sort of before, during, and after a race or training or a, you know, a big training event, um, just to obviously get the best out of your body and to make sure that you can recover after the session. So. Um, there was a podcast recently about, which touched a little bit about nutrition. Uh, and basically there's two, two types of fuels that a, an endurance athlete needs to worry about. You've got your fat and you've got your carbohydrates, okay? Carbohydrates are the body's preferred fuel source. You'll use carbohydrates the higher the intensity, all right? Carbohydrates, they, they give us energy a lot quicker than fats do, um, and they're broken down more simply and with less oxygen, but we have a, a, a finite capacity of carbohydrates. We have enough for about two hours of high intensity activity, um until we run out of them. So we can obviously replace them through eating. Uh, I'll go into that in a sec. Um, and that's the goal. We want to replenish as much as we can so that we can finish the, the event without having zero carbohydrate stores. Alright? Fats can be used as well. Fats are more dense therefore they take a lot longer to break down. They're the log in the fire. If that doesn't make sense, go back to the previous podcast. Um, so they, they they burn more slowly, they give us more energy, but they take a lot longer for that energy to be released, all right? So we use that more at the lower intensities. So the lower the intensity we have, the more fat that we will use, okay? So carbs and fats, they work in conjunction with each other, all right? They work at the same time to give us the energy. It's the intensity and duration which determine how much of each that we use. Now, in terms of preparation for an event, so um, There's a bit of of debate about carbohydrate loading and whether it's worth doing or not. Um, And I'm sort of sitting in the... I'll explain it in a minute, but I'm sort of sitting a little bit in the middle of of what is traditional method and also what some some of the newer science is saying too. All right? So carbohydrate loading is still super applicable. All right? So carbohydrate loading is generally, you know, uh, 7 to 12 grams of carbohydrates per kilo of body weight. So if you weigh... 100 kilos, then we want to get um, between 700 and 1,200 grams of carbohydrates in just for sort of two to three days before an event. So you don't have to do it for too long. Now, I would even go as far to say is don't be too scientific about this. All you need to do is think about what you're eating um, normally, up your intake a little bit, but more just change change the proportion of it, all right? So if you say, um, basically what you want to do is, is, is... Maybe so. I say maybe increase your intake slightly, but just change some of the protein and some of the fat, and replace it with a carbohydrate source. Okay, so your carbohydrates are your things like your fruits, um, your vegetables, your your rice, your cereals, um, anything grainy, anything rice, anything wheat, uh, all that sort of stuff is is your carbohydrates. Okay. Um, and there's two types of carbohydrates. There's high GI and low GI. GI means glycemic index, and it's just an indicator of how quickly that that carbohydrate or that sugar is gonna be released into the bloodstream and be available to use for energy, okay? So high GI is gonna be released quickly um, and give us energy very, very quickly. So they're things like your sugars, um, your really sweet fruits and that sort of stuff, your gels, your sports drinks, all that, okay? Low GI is your rougher carbohydrate, so it's the stuff that's more slowly releasing. It's going to be a slow release and give us energy for a longer period of time. So they're like your uh, all your multi-grain breads, your bread, oh, everything brown. So brown is is generally um, high GI. Sorry, low GI, and and your white stuff. So your white breads, for example, is more high GI. Okay, so. Um, You're looking at yeah your your multi grains, your your uh, your dense cereals like your wheat bix that sort of stuff, your porridge oatmeal, anything that's really rough, okay, is is low GI. So for example, something that we could do is is let's say I I know a lot of people go to like pasta or spaghetti as their go-to meal for before a race, um, which is a pretty good one, okay. So something like let me let me try to give an example. Let's say you normally eat um, brown rice with some chicken and some vegetables. That's your dinner, okay. So all that's saying is, all right, That's chicken's obviously protein, you've got your, your rice is definitely carbohydrates, your vegetables is carbohydrates as well. So all we would say is, okay, when we're close to an event, let's reduce the chicken in that dish and replace it with more rice or more vegetables or something alternatively which is carbohydrate-based, like, um, I can't even think of something, but all you're doing is replacing some of the fat and some of the protein with carbohydrates so we can get more of that carbohydrate in the blood and in the body, okay? now. What this does is it super compensates. So we, we have a, a small window where we can actually boost up our carbohydrate stores. So if you can normally hold 2,000 calories, if we carb load, then for about three or four days, we can get that up to 2,200 calories. It doesn't sound like a lot, but 200 extra calories on race day can be the difference between winning and losing. It really can be, okay? The downside to carbohydrate loading is that you, you will bloat, okay? So one gram of carbohydrates holds about three grams of water don't quote me on that but water is obviously going to stay in the body and that is going to increase your weight as well so you've got to be careful with that because the weight's not going to affect your swim or your bike but it will affect your run quite significantly so it's a bit of a a bit of playing around so as with everything don't just try it the first time before race day Uh, try it in training see what works see how bloated you feel um, and just play around with with your food intake that way okay Um, yeah so you don't this whole methodology of having to have really high GI sugars and all that, it's not you don't have to, you just have to get it in there. So generally speaking, before you know the day is letting up before a race, I'm not saying go and smash donuts and sugar and, and sports drinks. You can just replace your your um, your chicken and your and your, you know, your protein and your uh, and your fats and just replace it with low GI carbohydrates, your rices, your cereals, all, all that sort of stuff, the fruit, it's all healthy stuff. Okay, you don't necessarily have to um, smash more sports drinks and sugars and all that, okay? You can if you need to, and that's your excuse to do it, but it's it's not necessarily um, crucial either, okay? You just have to get the, get the amount in there. So, for that part, so pre-event, we're looking at t- well, one to three days of eating about seven to 12 grams per kilo of body weight of carbohydrates, again, That's the scientific way, non-scientific way is think about what you're eating, replace some of the fat, some of the protein with something that's carbohydrate based. That's what you want to do. One to three days prior to an event. Normally, that will be ta- will be done with a taper as well—a seven to ten day taper, um, which go back to building a training program, and you'll you'll hear about that. All right, so seven to ten days of about half the workload, just to really let those glycogen stores, those carbohydrate stores, really maximise. Okay, so that's before. Now, during the event, this is the interesting one. This is where where I'm a little bit in between the two the two major um, theories. All right, so typical is the typical way to. Um, to eat during an event is high it's high GI stuff so your gel your sports drinks all that alright there's a little bit a little bit of stuff out there with some people doing alternative fuels which are um, I think they're still like they're still sugar based but it's like fructose instead of glucose and and, and all that and now I need to make a disclaimer guys I'm not a dietitian, alright so I'm not going to give a specific individualised advice on your nutrition I'm just giving you the guidelines that are out there and what the literature is saying okay so that's really important to know always see a dietitian if you need a specific plan um yeah, so it's an interesting one because what, what we find, uh, and this is where the high-fat, high, high low-carb stuff comes into debate, is that when we take on um, a carbohydrate, particularly the high-GI carbohydrates, so the sugars, we get, an, uh, we get a, um, a release of insulin, okay? So what insulin does is it goes around the body and it, it basically finds the carbohydrates and turns it into glycogen. It stores it as glycogen so we can use it later on, okay? Now, when we have insulin in the blood that inhibits our fat burning. Okay, so the more insulin we have, the less fat that we can burn, which doesn't sound good. We want to keep as much of our fat burning up as we can, all right, because um, if we we can't use fat, then we have to use carbohydrates, and we're gonna run out of carbohydrates faster, okay? Now, where it gets tricky is that during a race, we need to replenish carbohydrates, and the quickest and most effective way to do that is through gels, and sugars and sports drinks. So it's a bit of a catch-22. You sort of, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. If you take the carbohydrates, you're not gonna burn as much fat, but if you don't take the carbohydrates, you're gonna hit the wall and only use fats and, you, and your performance is gonna decrease because it takes longer to use fats. So this is where um, the, pre, the the two to three hours at even the first hour of the race is, is really crucial. And, and what I recommend for my guys is that, traditionally what you do is you take a gel or something 15 minutes before race start, okay? I tell my guys not to do that because what that's going to do if you take a gel 15 minutes before race start it's going to spike your insulin levels and you're not going to be able to burn as much fat in that initial period so what i say is when you wake up have a low gi breakfast so two to three hours before an event so let's say we've got the porridge your wheat bix you know all that stuff which is is quite rough and quite quite satisfying all the satisfying stuff and avoid having your juices your fruits your gels, your sports drinks in the lead up to the event there. If you want to have some drink, have like an Endura sort of a, or, or a Prodrate, something that gives you the, the uh, hydration but doesn't give you the sugar. Same with leading into the event. Still, I don't have any sports drinks, no, no high GI carbohydrates or anything like that um, in the lead up it, it, uh, before the event whatsoever. Okay. I then say, all right, into whatever event you're doing, that first sort of 45 to an hour, again, try to avoid the sugars if you can. All right. And this is an individual thing, guys, so you've got to play, play around with it for yourself. But I say avoid it for the first 45 to an hour. Well, that's going to that's gonna maximise our fat burning use in that time. And then after that hour, or 45 to an hour, then bad luck, you're using, you've are using got to use carbohydrates, all right? If you don't replenish your carbohydrates, you're going to hit the wall and you're going to um, reduce your performance and your intensity, all right? Now, when I say it depends on your event, all right. The longer the event, the more nutrition you need. I don't take any nutrition for anything under two hours in terms of carbohydrates, because if you've done the right preparation, you shouldn't need it, all right. Two and a half, three hours, four hours, twelve hours—you definitely need to take on some nutrition, all right. Um, so yeah, once once you get once you get into that hour, then you have got to take your gels, your sports drinks, your um, your bars, whatever you have, okay. Now, in terms of how much you need, it's individual, right? Body size, the bigger you are, the more you need, right? Um, generally speaking, I'll say the equivalent of about 90 grams of carbohydrate an hour is sufficient. For the males, somewhere around 60 to 70 grams of carbohydrate is sufficient for females. So that's the equivalent for a guy, three gels an hour, one every 20 minutes, um, or, or two gels, two or two and a half gels for a female, all right? Now it doesn't have to be gels like remember if you're taking a bar and a gel and some sports drink they all have sugar in it so just figure out what how much you're taking on board and work towards about that 90 grams for males and about 70 grams for females okay that'll get you in the rough ballpark figure this is something you really really need to try before race day because um it's probably the hard in my opinion it's the hardest thing to get right you can get your fit you can get your training right you can get your physiology right you can get um even like a, a hydration strategy right but it's the nutrition which can really go go down the toilet if you literally if, if you don't um, if you don't get it right so play around in training um, again it's specific if you're going to do a three hour ride just make sure you eat even if you don't feel like you need to just try it because you've got to you got to find what works for your body all right um, in terms of after the event this is the one that people probably get wrong you have a 15 minute window of what we call hypersensitivity to insulin all right so as soon as you finish a race or a big training event which is a big training um, session which is more than two two and a half hours um, your body is deprived of, of carbohydrates provided it's, it's just deprived of nutrients in general so it it is actively searching for nutrition and for food all right if you consume carbohydrates and protein in the first 15 minutes of finishing an event or a long, uh, long training event, um, you, you can actually replenish your energy stores, so your glycogen stores, in half the time uh, than if you delayed it by two hours. All right? So you can, you can double your recovery by getting food in within 15 minutes after compared to if you, if you delay it by two hours or more, it's going to take twice as long to recover. All right? So that's really, really important for back-to-back heavy training days. It's really important for multi-stage events like the Tour de France. Um, yeah, so it's really, really important to do. If you want to train the next day or race the next day, then you need to get food in. The recommendations is 1 to 1.2 grams of carbohydrate high GI carbohydrates, so this is where you get your sugars in, per kilo of body weight. So again, if you are 100 kilos, all right, then you want to get between 100 to 120 grams of sugar in within 15 minutes after finishing, all right, so that could be, 100 kilos is obviously on the top end there, that could be a can of Coke is 40 grams, all right, that could be a gel, which is 30 grams, that could be a banana, like a, more of a, um, um, like a really yellow as opposed to a ripe green banana is higher GI as well. You can get a banana in anything that you can think of, all right? Sports drinks, um, your colas, your red bulls, your um, your Cokes, your your jelly beans, your gels, all that sort of stuff, all right? Get that or a shake. We get like a oh, you can get those performance recovery shakes that has sugar and it has the protein in it too, so that's great. Um, so within 15 minutes, and you'll be right to go. All right. After that, you still want to get like a proper meal in in about two hours as well. So just a just a normal meal, you know, high carbohydrates, bit of bit of a mixture, some carbohydrates, you know, some rice, some chicken, some veggies. You know, within about two to three hours, you'll be fine. Okay. Um, so that is super super important. Protein recommendations. Um, oh, it's sort of based on body size. If you can get about 20 to 25 grams of, of protein in. Uh, in that 15-minute window, then you'll be right to go, okay? So that's where you can have a can of tuna, but easy, easier than that is just get one of those shakes. So I think I think the Proformance... Um, um, I'll, I'll use a chocolate recovery shake. I can't remember what it's called, but ProCover, I think it's called. That has about 20 to 25 grams of, of protein per serve, and I think, don't quote me, I think it has about 60 grams of, of your sugars. So that's pretty close, you know? So if you had one of them plus... Uh, um, you know, plus a, a can of coke or, or a couple of bananas or, or a, you know, some gels you'd be fine, okay? So a lot of information to take on board here, guys. Um, as a summary, carbohydrate loading, 7 to 12 grams of carbohydrate is the scientific way, to, uh, one to three days prior to the event, but the non-scientific way, replace your proteins and your, and your fats uh, with some stuff that's higher in carbohydrates, your rice your breads, your cereals, etc. okay? Morning of the race, try to avoid high GI carbohydrates. Stick to the low GI stuff, your oatmeal, your cereals, um, your the stuff like that, um, and try to avoid having the sugar until about 45 to an hour into the event so that you can maximise your fat burning in that time. You're gonna need to start taking carbohydrates after that point because if you run out of them, it's gonna be a hard day, you're gonna hit the wall and you're gonna reduce your performance, okay? Um, in terms of how much, aim for about 90 grams for a male, 60, gram, 60 to 70 grams for a female. This is very, very generic, guys, and you know I'm not about generic. That is a generic guideline. Um, see a dietitian uh, if you want to get a specific plan together. After the event, you've got a 15-minute window to get to, to make use of that hyper, uh, insulin hypersensitivity. If you want to recover in half the time, you want to get 1 to 1.2 grams of carbohydrate in, per kilo of body weight more your high GI stuff your sugars etc and you also want to get 20 to 25 grams of protein so that you can repair your muscles in half the time fairly long one guys hopefully that was useful and I didn't blabber too much any questions let me know otherwise I'll speak to you soon